Welcome back, guys, to episode 15 of the Denzel Kanai Show. Am I, oh, YouTube. Do I even want to talk about it? Because it's, it's sad. So, like, I guess I will talk about it. My YouTube channel, where I talk about films, the Denzel Kanai, at Denzel Kanai, check it out. Talk about movies every week. We've got an Ant-Man video coming out on Thursday. Check it out. we got Ant-Man 2 coming out the next week, and then we're going to do Kang Dynasty as it comes out. I'm going to see that on release date, baby. But yeah, man. It, like, I don't know what it was, because I just, I'll just be honest, explain what happened. Like, with all the videos I've done on there, they've gotten, like, copyright claimed. Not strikes, but claimed. And so, like, if I do end up getting monetization one day and um, I tried to monetize those videos they would all go to them I'm pretty sure but like I was I was cutting up the clips and I was making it 10 seconds and I was doing fair use like what I heard fair use was um giving a critique of their th stuff only using a small portion I don't know maybe I, I just looked at fair use wrong but and so I disputed like three or four of them on my videos like my higher my higher um rated ones so that if i do get monetized i can i can make money on those at least and then i got the, i won they sony dropped it and then as soon as that happened all my videos just stopped getting views my whole channel stopped getting views it went from 1800 1900 going up consistently views per day and subscribers was like 10 per day and then it just went 100 views a day zero views today in the past few days, it has not pushed my channel at all. It has completely destroyed my channel. It's completely destroyed my motivation to post fucking videos. And it's like, it destroyed my motivation to record the pot. It's so, like, it's because I didn't expect the channel to be going as well as it was. So, like, I shouldn't be that, like, angry and upset by it. But when it was, I felt like I was doing good. Like, I was progressing and... People liked my content. I was getting comments, and YouTube was pushing it out, and then the people that it was pushing it out to liked it. I had tons of likes on my videos and, and comments and interaction, and, and subscribers were growing, and people were messaging me how they liked my video and different takes. And then that all goes away because I, I did something that I, didn't, I had the right to do just because I, I want to make money on my videos in the future one day. Hopefully, like, it's not, and, like, I'll, I'll check it right now. I know yesterday it will be the same. And if I put out the new video and it doesn't push it anywhere, like, what's the point, you know, if YouTube just shit, shot my channel down? It, like, do I, I can't start a fucking new one. Like, all the work I've done, it's not that much work, but, like, I think, I think it's pretty impressive to go in a span of 90 days to 350 subscribers with no promotion, just letting YouTube do its thing and making videos weekly. Not daily, not two times, weekly. So it's like, I'm not pushing that much content out. I'm not making shorts or any of that shit. I'm not making like super provocative videos. I'm just talking about movies and like older movies, movies that aren't like currently trending. And it was progressing well and then because I, you know what it was? Like some like YouTube video I watched said, you should do this. And I did it. I'm never listening to that again. Yeah, like 
and watch time done views done it's so depressing man because it was just going up consistently well i was like yeah that's what you're doing a good job like it's not even like they kind of just took it off the top rankings they're not getting one more view than they had in the past three days when they were consistently getting hundreds at least per day and you can tell it fucking sucks man it went from 2800 to 110 in a day yesterday was 181 watch time went from 53 hours to two hours it was impressions because that will show you like they just stopped pushing it my click-through rate has stayed the same at seven so like that's what i don't get impressions went from 35k a day to 1500 <laughs> it's a thousand the next day and it won't even show me what it did today yeah they just stopped pushing it that's crazy it's fucking crazy that YouTube just can do that, I think. Personally, I don't, maybe, I don't know. And I didn't do anything. I'm not even making money on the videos. So like, I don't, like there's, I literally didn't do anything. Oh, it's frustrating, but let's get into the episode a little more and get past that. Let's talk about some fun stuff. Let's talk about... AI. Everybody's talking about it. We got to talk about it. Chat, GBT, Dolly, 2, whatever the fuck you use. Lens on iPhone. I don't know why. I need to fix my mustache. That shit looks like a fucking Hitler stash, low key. I like these glasses. I like them. I don't know. I have them for a minute. I think they're like Versace or something. I have no idea. But I like them. And like they kind of work on camera. Like I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, you can see the reflection in my eyes. Like, I look mad fucking cool. And y'all peep the Nirvana tea. I got culture. I'm half white. Remember this. When you're watching the show, you have to remember, oh, yeah, that guy's half white. He ain't full black. You can hear it in my voice. You should be able to see it in my skin tone. If you can't see that I'm half white in my hands, in my face, in my voice, you're probably racist. I, I hate to break it to your Uncle Sam, but you're probably racist if you can't notice that by now. If you're like, oh, that's a mulatto, boy. That's a mulatto. I had no idea that boy's mulatto. I, I thought he was a full-blood a full blood Negro this whole time. You mean the man that talks like that and looks like that? I kind of don't look like anything, though. Like, you wouldn't guess I was half black, half white. I've never got someone that's guessed that. They always guess, like, Spanish. And people are always, like, very interested in where I'm from. Because I'm... I think I'm very strange. <laughs> Holy fuck. But yeah, honestly, I, I do. Like, when I meet people, especially in, like, Toronto and shit, I feel like I'm strange. I don't know why. But I'm not, like, crazy. That's what I know I'm not. Like, going to Toronto, you're like, oh, I'm not fucking insane because I'm not doing what this guy's doing. I think that in my head that I'm acting crazy. I'm just weird. Or, like, antisocial or whatever it is. Introverted. Socially anxious. 
all the terms you can all the terms you have you can give them to me this is my face buddy i'm high you're losing track of this face buddy canon ai now i'm looking good yeah ai ai where do you even get started talking about chat gpt it's fucked ChatGPT has made school useless. Useless. There was that fucking nerd in fucking Canada that, uh, he made an AI that detects ChatGPT, like, essays and AI-generated essays. And then I'm pretty sure I saw an article where somebody made an AI that, like, rephrases them so that it can't detect it. And there's just, like, rephrasers and stuff that you can use where it has trouble detecting it. But that's pretty fucking, that's pretty, that's insanely nerdy and like so teacher's pet to like, oh, this is wrong. Nobody should cheat. It's not cheating if everybody can do it. Like I had like bare arguments on like Instagram and I just just stopped doing that. But like, I kind of like, I kind of like, like starting buzz on social medias and like comment sections because I feel like it like, I don't know, it kind of draws attention to that person and then they might click on it. And they might check out a video. I don't know. I don't like do like like crazy shit or like advertise my channel. I just I just like go in there and like if hey it's a football video, I'm like, hey, Detroit Lions taking Miles Murphy, that's gotta be the pick. Or Bryce Young going number one, that's gotta be the pick. Chicago Bears should absolutely trade Justin Fields. And then you get that argument started. But um what was I saying? Oh, yeah, but AI. And people are saying, like, it's cheating. Like, people shouldn't che- It's not cheating if everybody can do it. If everybody has... It's not cheating, first of all. In what way is it cheating? Like, you're using a tool that you inputted prompts into to make the tool spit out an essay. You made an essay. Like, like the AI didn't just create it by itself. Like, it wasn't just, like, you were at home. It's not like you just got an essay, like, the homework assignment... And then an essay was in your bed. You put in the work to create the essay and you had to like rephrase the prompts and get the right prompts to make it look well. You made an essay using AI. That's not cheating. And it's definitely not cheating right now because ChatGPT is free. So anybody has access to it. Yeah, right now it's like backlog. Nobody can get on the website. But if ChatGPT costs like $2,000 or like if it's anywhere under 50 bucks, I see no argument for it as cheating because everybody would have access to it. Everybody. I mean, 50 bucks a month because I heard $42, which is pretty crazy. But, like, it's so useful. It can do so many things, even with this YouTube channel and, like, the podcast. Like, it can write scripts. It can – it created film ideas for me. Not created, but branched out my film ideas. And so where I like, okay, I have an idea about a short film like this. How could I add on to it? Or what characters would you put into this short film? Or what would be a good character for this short film? What would be a good villain? Can you analyze this YouTube channel, this YouTube title? And can you make 10 different ones and tell me why those ones are better than this one? Like, that's such a powerful skill for me. There's so many other things people can do with it. I've seen crazy things people are doing with it. Dolly, for me, it's because I'm trying to do one thing in Dolly and like these like AI image things so it's like and it hasn't been able to do it yet so i'm like it's not there yet because it can't do the one thing that i i needed to but they're they're sick they're fucking insanely sick 
argument of like AI is going to take over the world. It's like, how long do you want to live? You want to live, like, first of all, you only live for 100. I don't think they're making the, if they make the technology where you can live forever, I'm taking it and I'm having this podcast be an infinity long podcast. I guarantee you boys that. If Elon Musk makes a chip where you can live forever, they figure out the aging process, your boy will be podcasting until the end of time. Until this whole thing blows up, you got this show. But, like, in all actuality, and realistically, everybody, like, our age will probably die around. Maybe maybe we, like, figure some things out where we get to, like, 120 with the help of, like, AI and, and, and medicine upgrades and just figuring out the human body and consciousness and all this shit. But, like, wouldn't you want AI to take over after you're done? Like, I don't want kids, man. Like, first of all, I don't want kids. Just, I don't want them. Why did I bring this up in the night? <laughs> I do know why. Because the fucking idea of just dripping my mucus out of my face is so disgusting. It's so disgusting to me. And I see my mom do it one time. I was like, ew. <laughs> fucking, what was I talking about? Oh, like AI taking over. Yeah, I don't want kids because kids are annoying as fuck and sticky and narcissistic and I've not met a kid born past the year like 2000 2016 15 that like I thought oh that kid oh these are the kids of the future like when I see a kid today it's like it still reminds me of the kids from my childhood like they're very similar they just have fucking iPads in their hand all the time they have phones younger and they got Apple watches at 10 they dress like fucking Kim Kardashian at 12 years old. Like, it's strange. I think I talked about this last episode that I would name my kid uh, Denzel Kenai Jr. as an, a true narcissist would. But if I did have one, if I met, like, the perfect woman, like, perfect for me, of course, then I probably would want to have a family with that person. But, um... Other than that, like, nah, I'm, 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 I'm not, like, looking for that. I'm not even looking for, like, a relationship like that. I'm just focusing on myself. Because I got a lot of work to do on me before I start looking into the, the pool of the world. And the pool right now, like, the, the options, yo, y- y'all wild. Y'all wild that y'all playing that game. Y'all looking for a relationship. Like, if y'all looking for a relationship right now, fuck. I feel for you, man. I feel for you. No one wants a fucking relationship. Not like in our Gen Z age. Nah, no way. No way. Everyone's trying to fucking cheat. They want a relationship, but they don't want to fuck that one person. So they want a relationship to call that person their bae, have the IG pictures, picking pumpkins and all that shit. But they want to fuck other people in the, with that person being there. Well, that person can't fuck other people too. <laughs> like That's what they want. But that person does the same thing it's weird and like i don't want to just fuck so it's like i don't know i guess i'm kind of weird like that where i can't i can't just fuck some i'd have to be extremely like intoxicated under the influence to you meet somebody one night and then have sex with them that's not what i do i gotta be i gotta know you i gotta like 
have been friends with you or not been friends with you, but like we at least have to like know each other. You know what I mean? Fucking a stranger. Fucking a stranger. I should just fuck a stranger. Maybe that'll do it. Maybe that'll fix me. Fucking strangers. <laughs> like that's how guys look at problems. They're like, yo, I'm fucking down, man. It's like I'm not mental. I'm, I'm, my mental health is shit, man. It's like, did you fuck any strangers recently? Like, that's what your boys will say. Did you fuck any strangers? You need to fuck a hoe. Like, why would that fix anything? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. But AI's sick. AI's fucking sick. I was talking about I don't want kids. Oh, yeah, so I don't want kids. So I don't give a fuck what happens to me after I die. And so the thought of AI just... Because they'd still technically be, like... Like a species on Earth, right? They would just be the advancement of us. Like, how were the advancement of monkeys? AI would be the advancement of us. And so, just having them take over Earth and being a way better representation, it would be like if aliens came, they saw AI had took it over the world and all that shit. It sounded they'd be like, holy fuck! Like all the aliens that have been monitoring us, like the alien societies that have been monitoring us for like years, they're like. They're probably just letting this go down so that we can build AI because they can't build it yet. Or maybe they do have it. They probably have it if they're doing intergalactic travel. Maybe. Maybe AI is like the fucking most sought-after commodity in the galaxy. And so they're just letting us live and monitoring us to see when we build it so that they can steal it from us and kill all of us. That's actually a sick idea for a film. <laughs> That's actually a good... I'm going to do that one... Yeah, so this can be a new segment. Like weekly, we're gonna do like just a random idea for a movie. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, but ChatGPT, like, why would they even make essays a thing? What is the point of an essay writing now? Like, you'll be writing structures and sentences for what? If you want to be a writer. Anybody that writes a blog or starts a journal or whatever, they won't be using chat BG. Like, anyone that does it in the pursuit of actually wanting to pursue that as a living and that's a skill they want, they won't use chat GBT. They'll do it creatively. And so it's like, who is it harming getting into essay writings? Not everybody needs to write sentences. I don't know how long, like, I write sentences for film and stuff like that. And so it's like, I write that. Uh, and like I've learned, uh, I, I want to acquire that skill. I don't just want to use ChatGPT to analyze every film because I want to learn how to analyze films in my own way. But what I like to do is have ChatGPT take my film analysis and then compare it to theirs. And then I'm like, oh, what did I miss? What is it AI analyzing about a film that I'm not? So it's like, it's not harming anybody. It's not reducing the skills of anybody. It's just making the stupid point of school irrelevant. And they're very mad because that's such a bait. You know how much time that takes out of fucking... English class is basically useless at this point. Why is anybody taking English class in high school? Math class is has been pretty much useless other than physics. For not, I can't say math is useless. Because the amount of people like... When I was getting my new phone, watching this guy do, I think it was 117 
plus 50 or 65 or something. And he was like, and he had to do it like on paper. I was like, you can't do that in your head, my boy. Just add up the 50. Or you add the five, then you add the 40. Like people should be able to do that. So you, I, math is a skill as um, required in society still. But like with, there's not that much cash in society. So in the future, it won't be a uh, required skill. Science, yeah, I guess if you want to be a fucking scientist <laughs> or like a doctor or something, that's like you should only be required to take things. Like me going into high school, wanting to be a filmmaker, I shouldn't be taking, technically I should be taking English class, yes. I shouldn't have to take science, I shouldn't have to take French, I shouldn't have to take there should be no required classes, first of all, in high school. It should be streamlined to, like, what you want to do. It should just already get your, you advanced on your career path. It's like, oh, you want to be a photographer? Go to this photography school where you can just have a camera, and they have a bunch of cameras, and then, boom. Oh, you want to be a stand-up comedian? Well, that's fucking pretty crazy to tell a kid. Oh, you want to be a stand-up comedian? Just be one. Like, I remember, I think it was Bert said that. He was like, yeah, no guidance counselor ever told me to be a comedian. And then Tom was like, yeah, because it's horrible advice. <laughs> it is horrible advice, but I don't know. I would rather fail at doing something I want to do than fucking succeed at hating my job and my life. It's like your job is such a big part of your life and the amount of time you work. and Like they said, it's like a third you spend at work, a third you sleep, and then a third is the other stuff. So it's like a third of your life you want to spend hating hating it purely to for monetary value. Like society is so depressing and we think we're so advanced because there's so many people that do that. They hate their lives for money so they can live better lives but they hate their life. Like, it's silly. If they, they would love their life a lot more if they took less money to work something, to work somewhere they enjoyed. But not everyone has the humility, humility to do that. Not everyone wants to do that. Some people love money, and if you love money, <laughs> if you love money, you'll do whatever for money, and it's not that bad because you love the money. So it's like, that's completely different to me. And I don't understand those people. Like, I like money, and, like, every time I have it, I like the things it can do. That's what I, I, I've always heard, like, when I hear, like, rich people, it's, like, the freedom money gives you. I like that. Be able to buy the clothes you want. Oh, that's, that's what I see money as. Support family. Take care of people. Put a roof over your head. In food in your stomach. That's really, it's just a tool. Like, it's not like, it shouldn't be such a focus point of life for some people. But it gets drilled into you by your parents. Like, I I got the speech, and my grandparents gave me the speech. I'm sure my grandparents gave my parents the speech. Like, it's just a cycle where it's like, get a good paying job. No one ever tells you to be happy. No one ever tells you to pursue your dreams. I've never heard that once. Pursue your dreams. Be happy. It'll be worth it. Not one person. 
And when I look at like the people in my life, it's like I appreciate my parents so much for what they do, not pursuing their dreams so they could have supported me as a child. But like I couldn't do that. I could not do that. Like if I got someone pregnant at my age of twenty, when my mom had me, I would run. I would abort it. If, if she was, like, refusing to abort, I would leave the country. Like, I would just move. No. I'd, like, as much as that's, like, deadbeat, I'm not tying my life down for fucking 20, fucking 30 years. No. No. I refuse. I refuse. And that's incredibly selfish, but I think it's also, like, incredibly wise of me. Because, like, the people who have kids, like, I know people my age with kids, it's like, what is that kid going to be like when they're fucking 20? They're going to fucking, like, sure, maybe they, maybe some of them turn out all right. But, like, my estimation is, like, they'll be depressed. They'll be fucking struggling because you don't even have the life skills to teach them. I know plenty of people that got pregnant in high school, and it was very strange to me. They all kept them. And no one, I never heard of an abortion, but no one really talks about that, I guess. <laughs> like, Boy, did, you hear Sally? did you hear Sally got an abortion, bro? Yeah, she was talking about it in the girl's back. <laughs> Let's tell Kelsey. Hey, my, my, my girl told me Sally. Yo, yo, my girl told me Sally got a fucking abortion, bro. Shit's crazy. You know Sally and John? You know Sally and John? Yeah, that bitch was pregnant. She fucking killed the kid, dog. Whoa. Ah, fuck, we're back. It's going to suck to edit, too. It's going to suck to edit, too. Fuck me. Fuck me, eh? Just fuck me. Just fuck me. You know? One of those days. One of those fucking days. Ugh. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Very, very unfortunate. I think Kyrie Irving to Los Angeles was made in the heavens. I don't think... To me, personally, Kyrie wanted to go to L.A. because his idol's Kobe Bryant. So if he could have the opportunity to go play for L.A. and they have LeBron and Anthony Davis there, you could probably win a championship. And you get to play in the purple and gold just like your idol did. So they get all matched up for Kyrie. But I think he even would have. I think that's where he wanted to go. And then Kevin Durant told him, I will not play with Russell Westbrook. If you give me Russell Westbrook, I will request a trade. And so I think that's what happened ultimately. And then, um, yeah, so Spencer Dinwiddie back in Brooklyn. That's kind of funny. Dorian Finney-Smith, I don't know how he fits in there at all. They're kind of like wig and big heavy, but whatever. And then Kyrie and Dallas. And, like, they bet a lot not to re-sign him right away. Like I thought the deal was going to be a stipulation that he got signed. But now I'm hearing, like, like there was reports that the deal is not even sent through by the league office because L.A. is trying to make a third team into it. That's just bad business to announce it and then say you want to do more. Like, wait. Just wait. And then, like, 
That's just bad business. But yeah, I, I don't like the thing with. When you really think back and you go and look and you watch Kyrie and LeBron's era together, it's special. It is single-handedly the best duo of all time. Because I love Dwayne Wade. He is my, he's my favorite player. And so him and LeBron would be what most people would think I would call the best duo. But Dwayne Wade wasn't in his prime. If Dwayne Wade was in his like 06 prime with LeBron, that would have been retarded. But, um, I mean, mentally challenged. That's what I mean. Um, <laughs> um, the way Kyrie and LeBron used to score 40 points in the same game together is no one can compare. I don't think there are any of the stat lines out there. Like, it was so consistently they did it in the playoffs and stuff like that. Like, one guy would have 40 points. The other guy would have 40 points. That's very hard to do. There's one basketball Normally, you're on the court together, and other people have to score too. But when one guy got hot, the other would feed him, and then vice versa. And so every time one guy was scoring, the other was contributing to their scoring. And when the other guy was scoring, the one guy was contributing to their scoring. So that's how they, like, helped each other become the best duo ever. Like, it, there's maybe Luca and Kyrie can figure that out. Luca is the white LeBron. Like, he just is. Yes, he's not as athletic as LeBron is, but when you think of, like, rebounding, assisting, being a complete player, being able to score at an unnatural rate at a young age, and doing it so consistently, where it almost seems easy, he's the white LeBron. And um, maybe he can figure it out. Maybe they can do the same thing him and LeBron did in Cleveland. But I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. If they figure it out like him and LeBron, then I think Dallas, the only team that could stop them would be a fully healthy Golden State. But other than that, they got the chip on lock. There's no team in the West that can stop that. As much as you talk about, like, the Nuggets, and everyone wants to bracket with the Nuggets being the number one seed every year, and they get to the playoffs, and they get beat because they're not that good of a playoff team. Jokic isn't going to give you 40. Like, he's not. He's not going to He might give you one 40-point game. He's not going to get it consistently. Jamal Murray might be your better bet, but he hasn't looked the same since coming back from his injury. He's looked well, good, but not the same when he would drop 50 in the bubble and shit. And then Michael Porter Jr., he just hasn't developed the way I wanted him to. I thought he would be like at a Kevin Durant level by now, averaging 25 plus. But I don't know. Maybe the injuries took a little bit of what he had in high school. He's actually a great example of a player that should have came out straight out of high school, never went to college, straight to the NBA. Um, yeah. So I think Kyrie and Luka. In a playoff game, giving you 40 each easily beats. I can't even think of a team that can beat, like, can stop that except for Golden State with, like, Curry giving you 30, Clay giving you 20, and then, like, Kaminga or Poole giving you 20, and then other guys help out. That's the only situation. 
And then, like, I think they'll struggle against Boston, though. Definitely. Boston. Miami, Kyrie would do pretty well. Luka would struggle with Jimmy on him, I think, in a full series. If if Jimmy did what he did to LeBron, like, if he brought the defense he brought to LeBron in that finals, Luka would struggle. And then, yeah, Kyrie would just have to save them. The Celtics, I don't see them beating the Celtics. The Celtics are so well-built defensively and offensively. Like, March is smart on Kyrie, Jason Tatum on Luka. You could put Jalen Brown at him. Like, they got guys to throw at Luka all day. And then offensively, you got nobody that can stop. Like, that's the thing with Dallas. Like, yeah, you have two great scorers. Nobody that can stop anything. Defensively, no rim protection, no perimeter defense, <laughs> like, no interior defense. You're fucked when it comes to that, but. They can score a lot of points. They'll probably average the highest amount of points per game after the All-Star break, I imagine. Unless somebody goes down with an injury. The Lakers just made so much more sense with fit. And uh, the contracts made more sense. Uh, I don't know. It didn't make sense for the Nets more. It made sense for Kyrie more. And I can understand them not getting a fuck what happened to Kyrie. But the Nets organization acting like they came out, like, apparently there's reports that they're happy and just, like, uh, a wave of relief off their back after trading Kyrie. It's like, do you know what you've set in place? You've set in place Kyrie to, you've set in place, you traded away a young, talented core for Katie and Kyrie. And then both those guys are going to leave and you get nothing out of it? Traded with D'Angelo Russell. All those guys that looked like they were really building something together. You traded that away. Got your star players. And they walk away after winning you nothing. It's going to be very hard for somebody for the Nets to attract interest after that. Like, did they not understand that? Nobody's going to want to go back to Brooklyn. Especially when you have the Knicks becoming like an actual contender. Who is going to want to rebuild Brooklyn? You're going to have to... They don't have any picks. I guess you have Dallas's picks now, but like, you traded away all your picks, and they're in a fucked situation. That's what would, like I just forget that that James Harden rental deal even happened. That's so crazy. You traded for James Harden, and then you traded him for Ben Simmons. I forget Ben Simmons is on the net sometimes. He plays so bad. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know. The Nets have made so many bad deals. So many bad deals. All they had to do was put the right role players around KD and Kyrie. And they're like, no, super team, super team. They wanted to be Miami so bad. They wanted to be the 2011 Miami. So bad. But they never did it. Yeah. I feel sorry for Kyrie. I honestly do. I I honestly could see a, a real-life thing where Kyrie is in L.A. next year. His contract's not up. His contract's up this year. Dallas doesn't offer him a full max contract, and they don't basically win the championship. I could very well see Kyrie in L.A. next year, which would be beautiful. Would LeBron be there? Would AD be there? Who knows? Who knows? 
I don't think he wants to go there for LeBron. I don't think he wants to go there for AD. He wants to go there because Kobe Bryant was this man's fucking idol. He's getting to the end of his career. He knows that. And he wants to be in the purple and gold. I can't blame him for that. Like, what? That's like me blaming Dwayne Wade for wanting to be a bull after the Miami Heat won't offer you the same amount of money the Bulls will. Like, that's silly to be mad at somebody for that. Super Bowl. Yeah, I guess we should talk about the Kelsey Bowl, eh? The Kelsey Bowl. I like the name. I don't know why they were hating on it. They must have got, like, flack from their teammates or, like, some media guy told them to talk about it. Like, oh, this is bigger than you. You can't have them doing this. It's fun. It's the first time it's ever happened. The two players are they're two of the best players on their team. So it's like, it's not like it's just two random brothers, you know? They're very big media personalities. It's the year they started their podcast. Like, it's so crazy, like, how their trajectory has just went up like this and a fucking year. It's so crazy. But, yeah, two black quarterbacks, first time ever for that. That's a big deal. I think, I think if that doesn't acknowledge that the Ravens need to pay Lamar Jackson, if the Ravens don't see two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, and pay Lamar Jackson, and they don't pay him, I mean. And they got to be some racist people owning that money. He's done so much for them. They've consistently been in the playoffs since he's been there. That's not easy to do. People act like that's easy. Like, I feel like everyone just gets twisted when they're like, oh, you made it to the playoffs, but you lost. Who cares? You're not Patrick Mahomes. You didn't win the Super Bowl. It's like, that's not. He is an alien. We should not be comparing anybody to him. Andy Reid, Nick Sirianni, that's another storyline. Um, Sirianni used to coach, coach for the Chiefs. They used to have a relationship. When uh, Andy Reid first got there, apparently he was told Nick Sirianni was one of the guys he should keep on, or that was like a good coach or some shit. But that he knew he wasn't going to be able to keep him on because he was just too good of a coach as a receiver's coach. Which I think is nothing but praise and respect. This game, to me, is going to come down to two things. Can the Chiefs' defense make a big play? Can they make a? Can they get a fumble? Can they get a couple third-down stops? Can they get a pick? Can they stop the consistent run attack of the Eagles? I don't know. Maybe Chris Jones makes a big play, a couple big plays. You know what I mean? And then Patrick Mahomes. Is he going to have his past Super Bowl performances? Or is he going to be the Patrick Mahomes of regular? That's what's going to ultimately depend on this game. And I think if Patrick Mahomes wins this one, he puts himself in a very good position for like catching Tom Brady career-wise. But if he loses this one, it's going to be tough for Patrick Mahomes. You've gone to three Super Bowls, and you've lost, you've lost two of them? That's kind of tough, especially after losing to Cincy last year in the AFC Championship. So it's like, what has he been to, like five straight AFC Championships or six or whatever? You've won three of them, but you've only won one Super Bowl. And you've been to six AFC, AFC, AFC Champions. Like, it's not a good winning rate in the biggest games. You know what I mean? So it's like, you, you can do it all the way up to then. And then your stats like have a big decrease. 
that's not what people like when they talk about goats and stuff. And I don't really know Tom Brady's stats that well because I never kept up with him. I never really kept up with Tom Brady. I was never a huge fan, so I never kept track of his stats or anything. But I don't know. I'm pretty sure in the AFC Championships and Super Bowls, win or loss, he had pretty good games. I can't remember any time where he had a horrible game. I do know those first, like, four Super Bowls were won by the defenses, though. A hundred percent. Anybody has an argument? You're, you're a fool if you don't think those Patriots defenses once Tom Brady is first four rings. Tom Brady did the job of the quarterback that he needed to do. But when you have to score 17 points to win a Super Bowl, 19 points, 21 points, that's the defense. No other way to put it. You can call it the era, whatever. Unless you have to put up 35 points to win a game, that's the only time I can say you're an offensive team. Like it was the quarterback that did it or whatever. It's silly. It's silly. If you just have to score three times in 60 minutes of football where you get like 15 drives, you're not that good of an offense. <laughs> like you're defensive linen. Yeah, you're getting a little tired. What time is it? We gotta wrap up before two. Yeah, we're gonna have to wrap this up. I don't know how long this episode's gonna be. It's probably gonna be a short one. But uh I really I will be better, guys. I promise I'll be better. I know the thing with YouTube is really gonna fuck with me and like I'm just gonna try to push past it, not even focus on views, just content, 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 get better, get better, get better. And then if like in a month or two months the views are still in a horrible spot, I might look at like other services like TikTok and Instagram and see about posting them or like moving into like uh, a more short film type of stuff where I, I try to get budget and stuff shit like that. So yeah, anyway, I will be better. I promise that. Thank you guys for watching this one. I hope you guys have a great week. I hope this week was amazing. I hope your week will be filled with Twix bars, sex, Sex with strangers, tons of movies, and I hope you're ready for King Dynasty, baby. Okay, that's all I got for you. That's all I got for you this time. <laughs> I'm going to leave all of this in, too. This is fucking raw. This is real. This is authentic. Like and subscribe if you liked it. I will see you then. Peace. Bitch. Cody, turn me up. Crody, turn me up. Hey, Crody, turn me. Hey, yeah, what? Crody, Crody turn, turn me. What? Turn me up. All right, baby. Them bitches with the champagne. champagne. I'm the new light skin, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne.